Hi there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Grounded in the Middle. I'm Danielle Folk, and I'll be your host today. With these hot summer days lingering in the Ohio Valley, I have found my thoughts just drifting into memories of winter, which led to me reminiscing of the snowiest winter we've had since we first moved in to our farmhouse in January of 2018, which was a period of time that was full of unexpected events. Do you ever feel like you're happily going along and then all of a sudden life happens? Or maybe you've spent an endless amount of time making plans for something and then in a split second, they're completely derailed. Today, I'm going to be chatting about part of our journey and what we've experienced so far out here in the middle and how it helps us to appreciate where we are here today. In the fall of 2017, I was packing up to move us from suburbia out to the country, all because of my gut feeling that it was time for us to make a change. Um, I came across a stack of journals that had been pushed back on the closet shelf, and they had made several moves with me. And at this point, I was kind of wondering if I really needed to hang on to them or if it was time to let them go. As I debated, I couldn't help but stop and sit on the floor of our closet and thumb through all of these journals. And by the time I was finished reading them, I found myself in just a nostalgic state. Those journals were a peek into my past and a gift from my younger self. So having decided to pack up my journals for yet another move, I knew I didn't want to forget the experiences we were about to have. However, moving into our new old home with five-year-old twins and a baby um, in a home that would need endless hours of unpacking, I knew my journal that I would keep would have to have, you know, quick notes in it or bullet points highlighting our days. So in that moment, I decided to grab one of the twins' extra black and white composition notebooks that had yet to be Um, used, and I jotted down on the cover of it, the Federal Farmhouse. And the name of the journal came from a conversation with a a local who had reached out to me before we even moved in uh, to the homestead. And she mentioned how her 1800s farmhouse and our farmhouse were federal style. And I had never named any of my journals before, but it seemed like it was necessary at this point to distinguish my notebook from Landon and Caroline's that were identical, and they always left on my desk. You know, many old house owners will tell you that they have more work to do and oftentimes forget about how far they have come. And it's just kind of part of our nature. We're here to preserve and to make sure these homes last for another hundred years. And so it's just kind of a mentality that you're never going to be finished. But I have to say, with having started this journal of notes, we're able to be reminded about the progress and the pauses that we've been faced with and how sometimes things were paused at the most perfect time when we didn't realize it. So I'm going to share with you Um, my journal entries from January and of 2018 and uh, one story to share with you. So on January 12th of 2018, tried to warm up pizza and sparks flew in the kitchen. 
also discovered a huge water puddle in the kitchen under the cabinets and fridge. Now, that was our first full day there. Then on to the 13th. Went to Lowe's, ordered new appliances. Toilet isn't working well. (laughs) Can you see how this is going? The next day, January 14th, neighbors from our old neighborhood came to visit. We had more Riley's Pizza. (laughs) And, And the funny thing is, is like, that's all there is down the street is um, in our tiny town, there's the pizza joint and then there's a tavern. And with not having anything being able to be delivered here or any Grubhub, nothing, um, those that's where we ate for an entire month. All right. January 17th, new toilet being installed today. I have to highlight our um, our toilet note in the journal because it is something that's not written, but I will forever remember. The toilet finally gave in, and it's the only bathroom that we had, all right? And it it was working, but like it couldn't go another day. The kids were starting their first day at their new school, and it was on the same day as getting our new um, porcelain throne, (laughs) which was a bonus because I didn't have to worry about them needing to use the bathroom because, you know, the upstairs bathroom wasn't working at all. And so the workers showed up on that cold, snowy morning, and I had told them I would return after dropping off the kids at school. So we all loaded up in my minivan, and as I pulled alongside the worker's van, I slid in the van with the kids into our front yard. Yep, this is the moment I received the nickname City Mouse from my sister. Now, in my defense, I think I could have used new tires, and I did get them shortly after, but we had a lot of other things going on. I couldn't get out of the mess that I was in, and the guys tried to help me who were working here at the house, but it just kept getting worse. My van sunk deeper and deeper into that snow, and we were stuck. So my son, Landon, who didn't want to move in the first place, he was angry that he was missing his first day of school at his new school. And he shared his two cents with all three of us. And I remember telling the kids, I just need a moment. I sunk into my seat, took a breath, and began thinking about getting all of us out and unloaded and back into the house. And then I realized I wasn't even in boots to to tramps through the deep snow. And then it really hit me. The toilet didn't work and the workers would be here most of the day. So I not only didn't have a working toilet, but I had kids home. I had a vehicle that could not take me anywhere to use a bathroom. (laughs) So the city mouse learned two important lessons that day. One, minivans may be tough enough for families but they certainly can't handle country snow, especially if you don't have four-wheel drive. And two, you always need to wear boots in the winter, all season long. And I did from that point on. January 20th, well, the bathtub's falling some. Our neighbor came to help Aaron jack it up. Haven't had our own shower to use since we moved in. We've been using our families. Landon has had enough of it. He asked me, why do you keep putting me in other people's showers? It's weird. 
kitchen kitchen demo is beginning. Uh, at the end of the month, on January 29th, received a letter in the mail from a past owner. So exciting to hear about the history of this home. I've been so hopeful of learning about more of the history of this house. On January 31st, saw a bald eagle today on my way home. So amazing. I've been chatting with the past owner and photos are on the way of what this home looked like back in the 1970s and 1980s. While in just a month, we were on a roller coaster that felt like it was about to coast right off the tracks, recording the moments that were good, even when small, give that season or chapter of our lives a little bit more of meaning and allow for us to see the bad and that there can be good found. It's just up to us to seek it out you know, and account for it. How many times have we found ourselves in a less than ideal place because we've got blinders on? You know, you want to see what you want to see and not what's really there. And I don't think it's bad to have blinders on. And sometimes it's necessary when taking that leap of faith. And taking the leap of faith, but also carrying on in the journey isn't always easy. We sometimes feel like the journey is smooth and we're confident in where we are and where we're going. And then other times we find ourselves trying to backpedal to the past so that we can cling on to what was once secure and where we felt safe. It's hard to be on the journey of moving on to greater things. And in moments when we find ourselves feeling empty rather than full or frustrated when we sit idle for hours or days or weeks. We have to remind ourselves that the good stuff isn't just going to happen all of a sudden. It's gradual. It takes time. And in the lesson of it, we have to account for the very minuscule moments sometimes and in all of the good things that are happening right now. So whether you're able to take mental inventory of the small things or you like to kind of jot a bullet list um, down like I did in my journal or heck, just grab a scrap piece of paper that's laying around, do whatever it takes. But take the time to recognize even just one thing that is good in the day or one thing that has been good during the week to help you be present and thankful and having that perspective even through the rough times it's going to lead you to the next greatest thing and that is another tomorrow thank you so much for joining me today i hope you will rate review and subscribe to this podcast and share with those you know If you'd like to see more of what life is like in the middle, you can find me on Instagram at The Federal Farmhouse or head to my website, thefederalfarmhouse.com. And remember, while the middle is not always the most comfortable place to linger in, it can sometimes create the most memorable pivot in your life, the pivot that had to happen for everything else to fall into place. I'll see you next time.